Thanks for joining us on the Father's House podcast, where we are leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. Want to learn more about us? Check us out online at thefathershouse.com. We'd love to stay connected. Now, let's go to this week's message. Well, good morning again, Father's House. It is so good to be here today. For those of you that may not know me, if you're looking online and wondering, no, I'm not Pastor Terry, I'm Pastor Tim, and I'm so honored to be the Freedom and Care Pastor here. I'm just honored to kind of close out this series today. But today, if you have your Bible, your um, phone, whatever it is that you touch the Word of God with, let's hold this up. Let's say this together. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God. It is life to me. Today, I receive the Word. Confess, my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I am obedient. I will never be the same again in Jesus' name. Do you really believe that when you say it? When you read that word, you take in that word, you will never be the same. So today, we conclude our series on Christmas at the movies. Have you enjoyed this series? I know I have. Did you get to watch the movies and maybe for the first time or maybe over and over? So PT really blessed us and challenged us this month as he taught us spiritual truths from some great Christmas classics. And he encouraged us to take next steps based on those truths. We're going to continue that today. Our fifth installment of this series is the movie Die Hard. And I noticed in that intro clip, I didn't see any Die Hard clips in there. We may have to change that next time. Well, anyway, Die Hard stars Bruce Willis as the underdog hero, John McClane. If you haven't seen the movie, as Pastor Terry has been saying all month, we encourage you to watch the TBS version. Again, we don't endorse any of these movies. We simply look to these movies as parables, as Christ taught in parables, to pull spiritual truths that we can put into our lives to walk out the faith that Christ wants us to walk out. So our poll question this week was, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Now, online, we got a 71% yes, but I want to kind of take a random poll here. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It's okay to say yes, okay to say no. All right, we're in a little split there. I got a couple two hands up there. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate that. How about is Die Hard not a Christmas movie? Okay. Now, how about I'm not sure yet. I'm waiting to see. There we go. Open hearts, open ears. I love that. Thank you, Crystal and others. I appreciate that. So I have about 10 reasons this morning why Die Hard should be considered a Christmas movie. I'm going to share about five of those with you. The first is this. If you search Christmas movies on Amazon Prime, Die Hard comes up in the very top three Christmas movies. The next is this. I mean, look at this picture. This is John McClane as the estranged father returning home to see his kids with a big teddy bear. I'm like surprised Hallmark didn't make this. Well, they did. About a hundred times already they made this same movie. But look at that scene. The next reason is this. The bad guy in our movie, or the Grinch, he takes hostages at a Christmas party on Christmas Eve. How terrible is that? Well, his name is Hans Gruber. He has the, the, the tie on there. Well, the man who composed the Christmas carol, Silent Night, his name is Franz Gruber. I see a little family resemblance going on there. Oh, no. Take a look at this next picture. This is John McClane's wife, and her name is Holly. Come on, Holly at Christmas time. But the best reason that John McClane 
uses this line, and we only use this line at Christmas time. And no, guys, not that one. Not that one. It's this one. Now, I have a machine gun too. Ho, ho, ho. That is the only time we say ho, ho, ho is at Christmas time. So we're going to have some fun this morning. We are. We are going to see what spiritual truths we can learn from the movie Die Hard. For those of you that haven't seen the movie or maybe haven't seen it for a while, Bruce Willis is the detective lieutenant John McClane. He's a New York City police officer who has traveled to Los Angeles in the hope of reconciling with his estranged wife, Holly, at her office Christmas party. While he's changing his clothes, he actually takes off his shoes and socks because he doesn't like to fly. And when he's on the plane, the man sitting next to him says, look, when you get where you're going to calm down, take your shoes and socks off and make fists with your toes in the carpet. So he takes his shoes and socks off. He's kind of cleaning up, getting ready for the office party. While while this happens, the building is taken over by terrorists led by Hans Gruber, who are looking to steal $640 million of bonds in the company vault. They hold the employees hostage. They execute the boss. They set about with their elaborate plan. But they're not reckoning on one thing, a tough cop lurking unseen in the building. McLean sets about to take out the terrorists, trying to rescue the captives, while the LAPD and the FBI try unsuccessfully to sort out the situation their way. I don't know about you, but I love hero movies. They are actually my favorite, favorite kind of movie. Always has. I'm just growing up, you know. I'm a child of the 80s, you know, growing up, 70s and 80s. Love hero movies. Because let's face it, for the guy, the hero movie is the best. You get the girl and you save the world. I mean, come on, that's just the greatest. The bad guys always lose in the end. The good guy is victorious. You know what Christ dropped into my spirit as I was studying for this? And this came about, you know, we were sitting, we were in staff meeting, and Pastor Terry named all the movies, and he said, you know, Pastor Tim, I'd like for you to close it out. And he said, what movie are you going to teach? And I just, Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. And then when I said it, I was like, well, how am I going to spin that? What, come on, Holy Spirit, I really, really need you. But this is great. This is the principal truth that Christ dropped into my spirit, and I want to share this with you this morning. As Christians, we have the starring role in a perpetual hero movie every day of our life. Let's say that again. As Christians, we have the perpetual starring role as the hero in the movie of our life. 1 John 5, 4 in the Amplified says this, For everyone born of God is victorious and overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world. Our continuing and persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God. Isn't that what this, spirit, this season is all about? Jesus as the Son of God being born to man. That's another reason why Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's a hero movie. And we are, the, we are walking out that in our lives today. I'm not really a Greek scholar, I'm not at all a Greek scholar, not even not really, I'm not at all a Greek scholar, but the tense that John uses here underscores the fact that everyone, he says everything that is, everyone who has been born again, that's me, that's you, doesn't matter how old you are, how long you've been saved, how long you've been following Christ, but everyone who has Jesus living in your heart is victorious over the world. I want you to catch that today. No matter what you're going through, 
no matter how bleak your situation may seem to you today, Jesus says, I have overcome the world and I have placed my spirit in you so you are victorious and you can overcome the world as well. In our movie, our hero, John, wait a minute, our hero's name is John. We just read about victory by a writer named John. Little another movie, hey, another little twist there. Why, see how this is all coming together? But anyway, in our movie, our hero, John, faces so many obstacles to saving his wife and the others at the party. He's facing 13 heavily armed bad guys. And early in the movie, he gets shot at. Remember, hasn't had a chance to put on his shoes and socks yet. He gets shot at and has to run through and over glass barefoot. Watch this movie. It's going to get a little loud. Or watch this. What do you think, Vance? Talk up two more bad guys. <laughs> well, the boys down here will be glad to hear that. You know we got a pool going on you. What kind of odds am I getting? You don't want to know. Put me down for 20. I'm good for it. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets beat up. He gets blown up. He gets shot at. He has to bungee jump off the roof with a fire hose and shoot his way through a window 35 floors down. But you know what? Through it all. When everybody say all. all. Through it all, he walks in the continuous and persistent faith that he will be victorious and keep people from dying. You may look at that clip and say, wow, that's the way I feel inside after 2021. I feel like I've been beat up, shot at, blown up. I feel like the enemy has thrown everything that he can at me. I feel like the demons are out there saying, I got a pull on you, whether or not you're going to make it. But I want you to know that if you walk in the faith today, if you have Christ living at your heart, you can look at Satan and say, put me down for 20. I'm good for it because I have Christ living in my heart today. About one to two months before my 60th birthday this year, God challenged me not to go away for my birthday, but to be in the house that weekend. And we always go away on our birthdays, something we've always done, you know, as probably many of you do. And I wondered why. And I was really like, God, like, really, why? What's going on? Why don't you want me to go away? But he was very, very persistent in my mind. I want you to be in the house. So we decided to be obedient to the Spirit and say we're going to be in the house over, our, over my birthday. Well, that Sunday, Pastor Terry, thank you, PT, preached on the power gifts. I hope you remember that in, in our series on the Holy Spirit. And he started with faith. And this is what Pastor Terry said. The gift of faith is this, the supernatural impartation of belief and confidence for a particular situation. And I knew immediately why God wanted me there. I felt him tell me that I immediately needed to begin to seek after that gift daily in my life. Now, not that I didn't have faith that Christ was my Savior. Not that I didn't have faith. I've read the end of the book. I know we overcome at the end. 
but he was telling me that I needed to catch that daily faith to overcome. That faith that can walk into any circumstance that comes, whether it's the refrigerator when you go home isn't making ice. Little thing, but could be big, right? I mean, you have this day, you walk in, and your wife says, hey, sit down, the, um, the ice maker's not working. <sighs> really? Really? One more thing not working? That's sometimes my go-to. But Jesus told me, he said, I want to change that in you. I want to give you the faith, not only for those little things, but faith to overcome the big things in your life. Faith to help others overcome what's going on in their lives. Faith to walk victorious. And that's today what this, what this teaching is all about. Consistent and persistent faith in our lives. See, Romans 12 3 says this, God has apportioned to each of us a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. So I'm here to tell you this today. If you want to live free or die hard, it's your choice. We can live free through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives in us. Jesus said, I'm going to go away. I'm going to send another and greater things can you do than I can do in the world. So he has set us apart for a specific purpose. He has faithfully supplied us with every measure, every measure, every resource of faith that we need. And I know the measure of faith that God has granted us is enough to carry out the role that he has assigned you. Think about it. He loves you very, very much. If your parents, grandparents... Or think about a friend that you would ask, especially as parents, you would assign your child a certain task. You're going to prepare them. You're going to give them the tools so that they can be successful in that task. All right? Timothy's a great electrician. All right? He is not going to tell Johansi, okay, um, you know, I'm going away this weekend, but, um, you know, the wiring on the porch needs to be redone. So, son, do it. He's not going to tell him that, but he's going to work with him ahead of time to teach him the right skill because he loves his son and wants him to be successful. Well, don't you think our heavenly father loves us just as much? He is not going to give us a role. He is not going to give us an assignment that he will not put inside of us the faith, the strength, the tools to complete that assignment and be victorious in the end. Everything that we need, Christ is going to deposit inside of us. So see, here at the Father's house, we want to provide you with everything that you need to challenge your inner John McClain and walk in persistent victory so that together, together, we can fulfill our mission in the house. We can fulfill our mission in the community. And I want you to say this with me, whether you're online or whether you're here in the house. This is our mission here at the Father's House. We are bringing hope and impacting our community by leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. Let's say that again with some enthusiasm. We are bringing hope and impacting our community by leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. This year we did that in many different ways. We're going to take a few minutes and kind of just recap 
all the things that we did this year. See, we created community. We didn't try to walk this thing out by ourselves. We were not created to walk this life out by ourselves. We were created to be in communion with one another. First with our Heavenly Father, our, the Son Jesus living in our heart, the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, and then with one another. As we come together, we are stronger together. Watch this clip. You hang in there, man. You hear me? You hang in there. Yeah, thanks, partner. See, even our hero needed a connection to someone who would encourage and support him. Don't try to do this alone. All right? Pick up the phone. Call somebody. Don't walk this life out alone. We are here to support you. Let me give you some examples of some ways that we created community. First, we came to church, about a 400 weekly average. But did you know that over 5,000 people call the Father's house home? It's about how many people we have on our rolls that call the Father's house home that come from time to time. Can you imagine if next Sunday we all came out at one time? How awesome would that be? Let's come to church. Let's be a bringer. Let's bring others. We had 424 first-time guests this year. Let's try to double that next year. Did you ever see that? Um, I think it was, a, it was a Clairol commercial, hair product, Clairol. And it said, and you tell somebody, and you tell somebody. And the screen, it went from one to two to three to four, and so on and so on and so on. Think about that. If every one of us, us, Point back at myself, too, because I need to get much better at this. Was purposeful in bringing one person a month, a week, but a month, one person. Think about how many more people would experience Jesus Christ. How many more people would have the opportunity to have their eternity changed? Let's be bringers in 2022. How about this one? We served. Do you know that? On a weekly average, there's about 100 people who serve every week. And that's through Sunday and through the week in different positions. And I want you to know that there are always opportunities to serve. And we're going to talk about that a little bit further as we talk about growth track down the line. We were in life groups together. How many of you were in a life group this, this year at one point in time? That's amazing. And if you weren't, I want to challenge you to get into a life group. We walked out true community by joining life groups. In three semesters, we had 847 people join life groups. 847. That's amazing. With 259 people going through our last semester freedom study and about 118 people attending the freedom encounter. And if you did not attend the freedom encounter, we will be reproducing that and doing that again as a church-wide event next year. You'll get more information as the year goes on. It won't just be, well, I didn't go to a freedom group, so I can't go to the freedom encounter. We're going to blow this thing out church-wide. We want everybody to walk in freedom in 2022 celebrate recovery i thank god for our celebrate recovery leaders and those that attend cr saw an average of 40 people attending large group meetings small group meetings and step studies weekly and we thank you for that our cr leaders 
by your generous giving, Eddie talked about giving a few minutes ago, we were able to help multiple families this year through our benevolence program. Sometimes that's an electric bill. Sometimes it's food. Sometimes it, it, it might be another bill that comes up in their life. And I want you to know that we are purposeful and faithful with God's money. Okay? People just don't walk through the door and we write them a check and say, oh, here, here, here. There are steps that people have to take. We pray over this. We have a team. Nothing is done in a vacuum here at the Father's house, especially when it comes to money. We want to be good stewards of God's money. And because of that, we were able to help a bunch of families this year. Sisterhood. Sisterhood events. Over 250 ladies attending two events this year. We just saw the advertisement coming up. If you are going to be in town that weekend, ladies, sign up for the sisterhood event. Don't wait. Sign up now. I guarantee when you come away, you'll be like, wow, I'm so glad I signed up. Not only for the content that you're going to get, but for the community that you'll be able to walk in also. A21. Where's Tanya? Tanya, wave your hand back there. There's our A21 champion back there. 393 people on the prayer walk to end human trafficking. And this prayer walk was here in Leesburg. All right? 393 people. And through that whole event, through that whole, the prayer walk and everything that went with that, $24,000 donated to A21 to end human trafficking, not only locally, but around the world. Also, through your generous giving, we were able to provide Christmas for four different survivors of human trafficking, recent survivors that would have had nothing for Christmas. Our family care team, and if you are just interested, if you have a heart to help others and pray or reach out to others, just put down on the back of your connection card where it says, send me information. Send me information on the family care team. I would love to sit down and talk with you about that. But one of our teams is the Take Them a Meal team. And we provided meals to eight different families in their time of need with an average of about four meals for each family. Now, this is more likely, usually it's around um, someone who has had a loss or someone who has had an operation or has been in the hospital. And we want to provide meals for that. And we thank you to everyone that's on our Take Them a Meal team. Another part of our family care team is our weekly phone calls. You know how we have our prayer team come up at the end of service you have an opportunity for somebody to do some one-on-one -on -one prayer with you. But if for our online church who can't come out, they don't get that one-on-one -on -one touch. So we take the prayer requests from our online church and we send them out to different partners that are on our prayer team, our, our, our family care team, prayer team, and they get a personal phone call and pray. So we're still reaching out and touching. And I want to thank everyone that was a part of that. We did over 200 phone calls this year, and I really was really so thankful for that. Our Prayer and Praise Facebook group. Who's in the Prayer and Praise Facebook group? Let me tell you, this is a great opportunity because you should go onto the Father's House Facebook and click on wanting to be a part of the Prayer and Praise Face group, and then they will you know, let you into that group. And this is a group where you can share prayer requests, 
You can share something encouraging that's happened. You can pray for someone else's prayer request. You can encourage someone else. Currently, this group has 302 members, and we saw over 350 posts this year. That's singular posts. So think about all the comments that came after that. Let's just say there was an average of 10 comments per post. That's over 3,000 times requests were prayed for or encouraged because of you wanting to reach out to your neighbors. Another way, Eddie talked about this, and we um, had this great opportunity yesterday. I'll tell you about that in just a second. But our community meals and household goods and baskets. Kind of um, as we have adopted Leesburg Elementary, we're going to get to that in just a moment. Holy Spirit laid on my wife and some others here in the congregation's heart to adopt the Pepper Tree community down here. And in the spring, we were able to provide 35 meals to people at Pepper Tree. And at yesterday at Christmas time, we took 50 household baskets. And again, Eddie told you what it had in there. It was so much fun. It was so much fun to start out our Christmas day. Um, the Strack family came out and helped us. We hung out. Thanks, Eddie and Season and um, the kids. It was just amazing. We had this great, great time with Serenity and Josiah. It was so much fun. Tatiana was with us. And we just went out and even took my dog, Mickey. Mickey got to give out Christmas presents yesterday. So, Miss Maggie, our dogs can give too, right? Amen. Amen. We have adopted Leesburg Elementary, and you have been so generous and faithful. Um, we were able to provide, um, for all the Leesburg schools, we got at Thanksgiving, we got the social workers to give us names, and we provided 51 full meals to that. And I want to give a shout-out to um, the Casalaspro family, who are the owners of the local Hungry Howies, who donated all the turkeys for that. And then through Life Groups, your generosity supplied the rest of the money to give out those baskets. Project Christmas. Isn't it just fun to get an angel tag and shop, especially for some of us that don't have littles anymore? You kind of miss that going out and buying some of those cute little toys and everything. So we were able to provide Christmas for over 60 families this year. Thank you, Father's House, for doing that. KCLC and um, 252 put on Jingle Jam. Over 350 people were on the campus for Jingle Jam, our winter event. It was so awesome. And kids got the Christmas story. They got, they got fun and they got Jesus. But most of all, families and a lot of community families that may not attend here, and that's cool, got to know that somebody loves you. All right, doesn't cost you anything. Actually, we actually had some families that say, you know, there was some other local community events, and they had a nice slide, and they had some other games, and it was billed as a free event. But then each individual thing, you had to buy tickets and costs. So if you've got a family of four or five, and there's five things, that could get a little pricey. So they were saying, thank you that this was a true community event. Your generosity again. We are reaching our community. We are impacting our community. Freedom coaching. Freedom coaching is what you would call pastoral counseling, okay? And if you are interested in being part of the lay counseling or freedom coach network that we are going to really put into place in 2022, again, put that on your um, connection card. Send me information on that, on, excuse me, freedom coaching. We did over 150 face-to-face -face appointments this year, 
over 125 phone or um, video appointments with 10 referrals to professional counselors. See, one of the things is this, and this is, comes from the spirit of the Holy Spirit living inside of us as, as our, our lay counselors. To know when to refer on to someone who can do this a little bit better than you. See, as we build community, we build community with outside Christian agencies that are better equipped to help others. So again, if you're interested in that, please put that on your connection card. So where does that bring us as we walk into 2022? Well, we need a next steps plan, all right? We're never going to let you walk out of here without next steps plan. And today, I'm going to read Proverbs 16.3 from the Amplified Bible. And I would actually like you to read this with me. Let's say it. Commit your works to the Lord, submit and trust them to Him, and your plans will succeed if you respond to His will and His guidance. So as we move into to, um, 2022, we have to remember, let's go back to our movie. See, John McClain, when the, um, when the hostages were taken over and he took out the first bad guy and got the machine gun. He just didn't run willy-nilly into the middle of where all the hostages were and start shooting. No, he had a systematic plan. He put a plan in his mind. He listened. He got one of the, the walkie-talkies, and he listened, and he found out that they had placed explosives all over the building and that the detonators were in a bag. So he had a couple choices to make. Now, he wants to save his wife, but he also knows that he's got to get those detonators. So he makes a plan. That's what you and I have to do. We have to make a plan, not only individually, but corporately, so that we can walk out exactly what Christ wants us to do. So our battle plan this year is going to keep us walking in continuing and persistent, diehard faith, fighting not for victory, but from. Everybody say from. We're going to fight from a place of victory because Jesus has already overcome the world. He tells us in John 16, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. In the world, you're going to have bad guys. In the world, you're going to have terrorists come into your life. They're going to bring you distress. The enemy wants to bring you suffering. But Jesus says today, be courageous, be confident. Be undaunted. Be filled with joy. He says, I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished. My victory is abiding. Amen. Let that sink in for a minute. My conquest is accomplished. My victory is abiding. And we can walk in that same victory. So moving into 2022, let me just tell you another little quick clip from the movie. As he gets to the walkie-talkie, he gets on the police band, and he calls and says, terrorists have taken over the, the Nakatomi um, building. And so the dispatcher, who doesn't really believe him and tries to get him off of the 911 channel, finally sends a patrol car. It's a guy on his way home from his shift. He's actually stopping in the local convenience store, loading up with Twinkies and other snacks and everything. And he's like, all right, I'll take a drive by there. So he goes and um, he knocks on the door, and of course they have their own guy there at the front door, and the guy tells him, oh, there's nothing going on here, party going on upstairs, everything's good. So he goes to drive away, and John McClane's like, no, no, where are you going, where are you going? So he takes his machine gun, and he, he's on the top floor, and he just riddles the guy's 
police car with bullets, right? And then his line is, and Lonnie, thank you for reminding me of this line. Welcome to the party, pal. Well, that's what I want to tell us today. 2022 is here, and the Holy Spirit is saying, welcome to the party, pal. You can be victorious in 2022. So this is our battle plan corporately today. And these are our next steps. If you're taking notes, it's also going to be up on the screen. And at the end, they'll all be on there. You can take a snapshot of. First one is attend church regularly, okay? Not just when we have a crisis, okay? Let's not just flood through the church doors when we have a crisis. Let's attend regularly. Because you know what? It might be your smile, your handshake, your just hello that lifts somebody else's spirit. And maybe just that time when... when you don't even know it, but somebody says something, and you say, hey, man, how you doing? And they walk out of here saying, somebody actually cares about me. Let's read the Bible. When I was in college, I was in an ROTC um, pre-ranger unit training unit. All right, This was an ROTC program that sent officers straight into the ranger battalion. And I carried this ranger handbook with me when I was in college everywhere I went. I read it, I studied it, I memorized so much of it. It's all I thought about. Because see, at that point in time in my life, I was born to be an operator, but I was called to be a shepherd. And I knew that. And later, when I ran from both, and I was out there on the street, a lot of you have heard that testimony. I was in Jersey, and especially in the wintertime, I used to wear a flight jacket, and if you know the, the green, orange flight jackets, they have these big inside pockets, all right? And they were great for carrying weapons, just being straight up. They were also great for carrying a New Testament. This New Testament here was a New Testament that my brother got when he enlisted in the Army. Somehow it came back to me. And I carried this with me everywhere I went carried it in that pocket and I don't have some great story where it stopped a bullet or something like that but I know that spiritually it stopped a lot of bullets and it always kept me even in the worst of days it always kept me grounded I'm not even gonna sit here and tell you that I took it out and read it all the time but it was always there It was always the reminder that I needed to return to Jesus Christ but you know whether it be the Ranger handbook or the New Testament just carrying them isn't equipping me for the mission. I have to read them. I have to study them. I have to take in the knowledge that it has. So this year, we are going to have Bible reading plans. We've already had one. So the next one that we have is called Liking Jesus. And you can go on the Father's House website. I got it pulled up here. And you scroll down. It says, yes, we're open, upcoming events, celebrate recovery, right now media, growth track, prayer, leave a legacy, Christmas at the movies, and then you get the liking Jesus. And I want you to click on that and join our Bible reading plan, okay? It starts tomorrow, and it's going to go for one week, and next week Pastor Andrew is going to introduce the next one, and we'll be doing that throughout the year with different series. And let's join that together. There's a really cool place at the end of every day where you can put a comment. And again, who knows, maybe your comment is the encouraging comment that someone else needs. We have to pray. 
We have to pray every day again, not just when there's a crisis, not just when a relative is sick, not just when the ice maker breaks. Pastor Nita gives us great prayers. Lord, heal it or reveal it. We need to be praying that every day about every situation in our life. Lord, heal it so that I can move or reveal it so that I can learn how to move. Every day, pray. Men, men, brotherhood, men. I want to challenge you to pray every day if you have a wife. Pray every day over your spouse. Lay your hands on her and pray God's victory in her life every day before one of you walk out the door. If you have children, do the same. Pray over them. That's a tradition that I gleaned from my father. And that's just, I'm so glad that that's something he used to do. He would pray over us every single day before we would walk, walk to school and win Pennsylvania Bill in the snow, uphill, both ways. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but he would pray over us. He would pray over us before he dropped us off at wrestling practice or football practice. I want to encourage you men, not only to pray, we need that one-on-one -on -one alone time. We need to pray with and for our spouse and our kids. So let's do that today in 2022. We need to attend Growth Track. If you have not been to Growth Track, you are missing out on one of the greatest classes that we have here at the Father's House. It is a place to find out who we are, what we're all about, and to find your place to serve. Growth Track is going to take a break in January as we kind of revamp it. We're going to relaunch in February, and it is fantastic. It happens right here on a Sunday morning, so you can come to first service and then go to Growth Track. Be listening over the next month for your opportunity opportunity to go to growth track. We're going to corporately fast for three days every quarter. I'm so excited about this. And our first fast is going to be on January 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And then we will come together for a night of worship on first Wednesday. It is going to be fantastic. Pastor Nita is going to share so much more details about the corporate fast and prayer and praise next week. So please don't miss next week. We can give a legacy offering. That's how we can be part of our battle plan. There's still time in January to give a legacy offering. We want you to do that. If you have not, we've been talking about that all month. And right there on the screen, you can text legacy to the number or use one of the gold envelopes that's in the back of your seat pocket to give that legacy offering. We're going to continue to join life groups and lead life groups um, new life group sign up begin January 30th. I can't believe it. Tanya, it's almost here already. Sign ups already. And if you are interested in leading a life group, we are going to have life group leader training on January 9th. And um, if you're interested in leading a life group, please put that on there. Send me more information on leading a life group. And don't sit back right now because I know some of you, that first thought was, oh yeah, life group. I could be a life group leader. And the enemy sat right up here and said, you can't lead a life group. You've never led a class. You're not a pastor. You're not. Kill that idea. All right. You can lead a life group. Can you talk to your friends? Can you talk to your family? Can you um, have people over at your house? Have you ever had people over your house and had dinner and you talk to them? If that's the case, you can lead a life group. And Tanya can help give you all the skills that you need to do that. Freedom study. Um, we're going to continue. We won't do it corporately as a church. We're always going to have a freedom study. And I want to share this testimony from, from our freedom group. The freedom study has been very good to me. And this is from Bill Asher. 
who went through the freedom study. I'm 77 years old and I've had bad feelings about my dad for my whole life. He was a very hard man. My home life was hard. His shouting, drinking, and coal mine belt was bad. I grew up in my grandparents' house. My brother, sister, and I grew up in fear. Dad kidnapped us three kids away from my mother. We were not allowed to see her. No mail, no phone calls. I was 22 months old and no mommy. What does it feel like to be awakened by your mother and get a kiss on the cheek? I never knew. I was 27 years old when I met my mother. and She died shortly after. I finally did get to go see her. And Dad got mad because I went to California to her funeral. But this study at TFH, and again at the Old Time Diner, Bill went through it twice with us, has brought me closer to God. So I've opened my heart, forgave my dad, because now I realize I made bad choices in my life, and I had to ask my daughter to forgive me also. Thank you all, Bill Asher. Bill, thank you for sharing that testimony with us. Some of the other life groups that we'll have, we will have a financial freedom life group. We will have relationship life groups. We will have brotherhood life groups, sisterhood life groups, Bible study groups, but all are community life groups. You know, as we create community, we want to serve in that community. In 2022, we have an opportunity to come together with other churches in this area and community organization to serve as a community volunteer in the Mobile Hope Center Block Party. The next event is going to take place on February 19th from 9 to 1 at the Leesburg High football field. And this is, what this, this is what this day is all about. People can come. It's free. Free. Truly free. It does not cost anything. Come join the party for a free cooking demonstration with a food tasting and then a food bag complete with all the ingredients to take home and, and, and redo that. Enough for four people. And if you tell them you got eight people in your family, they're going to give you two bags. Free health screenings, including dental, vision, and chiropractic. There's a job placement service that will be there. Complimentary counseling, counseling and life coaching. Community service providers, plus games, music, giveaways, and the family fun zone. Needs volunteers though. If you've ever looked to be a volunteer in the community, this is for you. Free training is provided, okay? And so all you have to do is stop by the next steps table, pick up one of these cards, scan this QR code, and they will give you all the information on the next free training. All right, And then the big thing we can all do is get the word out to family and friends, people that you know might benefit from this event. We want this to grow and grow. We're partnering with um, the Center for Hope that's down in Claremont, and they got a grant, and God laid on their director's heart to come to this area. They've never been up here. It's always South Lake. But God said Leesburg, specifically Leesburg. And though, so we want to come out and support that. You know, while we want to exercise our faith to walk in victory, there's a greater purpose to our next steps battle plan, and that's to grow the kingdom of God. My question to end your year is this. Do I have or am I willing to actively seek continuing and persistent diehard faith and commit my works to the Lord so that our plans to win people to Jesus will succeed as we respond to his will and his guidance? I would like to challenge all of us to win at least one person to the Lord in 2022. Let me say that again. I want to challenge us, me, you, all of us, to win at least one person to the Lord. See, there's a scene in the movie where our hero has killed one of the bad guys. The bad guy's brother starts to yell and break things. He's all upset. And John's wife, Holly, observes this. And this is what she says. 
He's still alive. Only John can drive somebody that crazy. In 2022, I want us to wake up every morning, spend time with God, get our assignment, shout, yippee ki Satan, TFH is ready to bring hope, impact our community, and lead people to Jesus to the point where the devil is mad, he's screaming, he's breaking things, and the demons are saying, that must be TFH alive, because only TFH, only Timothy, only Michael, only Sam, only Tatiana, only Steve, only Simone can make the devil that mad. That's what I want for 2022. I think Isaiah 58, 6 through 12, I'm going to read this out of the message, sums up who we should be in 2022. I didn't put this on the screen. I just want you to lock into what I'm saying. If you want to close your eyes, you can. If you just want to center yourself, you can. This is the kind of fast day I'm after. To break the chains of injustice. Get rid of exploitation in the workplace. Free the oppressed. Cancel debts. What I'm interested in seeing you do is this. Sharing your food with the hungry. Inviting the homeless poor into your homes putting clothes on the shivering ill-clad, available, being available to your own families. Do this and the lights will turn on and your lives will turn around at once. Your righteousness will pave your way. The God of glory will secure your passage. Then when you pray, God will answer. You'll call out for help and he'll say, here I am. If you get rid of unfair practices, Quit blaming victims. Quit gossiping about other people's sins. If you are generous with the hungry and start giving yourselves to the down and out, your lives will begin to glow in the darkness. Your shadowed lives will be bathed in sunlight. I will always show you where to go. I'll give you a full life in the emptiest of places. Firm muscles, strong bones. You'll be like a well-watered garden, a gurgling spring that never runs dry. You'll use the old rubble of past lives to build anew. Rebuild the foundations from out of your past. You'll be known as those who can fix anything. Restore old ruins. Rebuild and renovate. Make the community livable again. That's what Christ wants for us. I'd like for you just to bow your heads today as we kind of close out our service. Our first question is this. Are you willing to sign up for one or part of this battle plan and take on the challenge to lead one person to Christ this year? You may say, Tim, I'm not really sure how to do that. Again, we want to equip you to do that. If you're willing to do that, I want to pray for you today. And I'd like for you to do two things right now. I'd like for you to raise your hand. Hands going up all over this sanctuary that you would commit to trying to lead one person to Christ. And then after the prayer, I'd like you to put that as a next step on your connection card. Heavenly Father, Lord God, give us that continuing and persistent faith. Let us be purposeful to reach out to people, to bring them into the house, to reach out personally to lead someone to you. And Father, for, the, for, for some who, who really just, well, I can bring, that's fantastic. Bring. Bring them in. For others who you've really given that gift to be able to speak. And for those who maybe think they don't have that gift of, to be able to speak, Holy Spirit, give them the courage. Give them the words. 
Lord, we want to be on the battle plan this year. We want to be on that battlefront. We want to bring, we want to make our community livable again. So I thank you for all the hands that were raised, Lord, and I ask that you would give them that faith, that persistent and ongoing, continuing faith today. Let us all challenge our inner John McLean. Let us take up our word, the sword of the Spirit, and fight the enemy to overcome, as you have told us we have already overcome. Some of you may be saying, well, Tim, that all sounds good, but I'm not even sure that my life is right with Jesus. So I want to ask today if there's anybody that would say for the first time or maybe, hey, what a great way for me to start out the brand new year just to rededicate my life to God, to recommit my life and say, yeah, you know, I know Jesus, but I've kind of wandered away a little bit. Or maybe for the first time, I want to pray for you. If there's anybody here today, I want you to raise your hand. If you're online, please let us know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to pray a prayer, and I want all of us to pray together because we're family, and nobody says this prayer alone because we are family, we're a community. Dear Jesus, thank you for being born, knowing you were going to die for me. I turn my life over to you. I want to start fresh in 2022. As best as I can, I want to live for you. I'll take up the challenge to make the community livable again and support my family in doing the same. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 2022 is going to be great. As we close out today, remember, um, put a next step down on your connection card today. If you made that decision for Christ, either for the first time or a recommitment, I'd like for you to mark that on the back of your connection card. And I would like you to take your card to the new here, start here table. We have some tools to put in your hand. We have a booklet that's going to help you along for the first two weeks. We have a gift for you. If you need a Bible, we have one out there. We want to be able to support you on this new journey. Everybody else, please drop your connection card in right there in the buckets. Let's walk out strong in 2022. As we stand together, we're going to finish out our service. And, um, you know, this is what we do here at the Father's House. We're going to make the community livable again. We do that three different ways. We love God. Come on, say this with me. We love God, love people, make, build the kingdom, make disciples. Say it again. Love God, love people, make disciples. I love you. I hope you've enjoyed this Christmas series. Stay tuned. 2022 is going to be the best year ever. It's our honor to play a small part in all that God is doing in your life. We would love to continue with you on that journey. To find out what your next steps might be, visit thefathershouse.com next. Join us next week as we continue to love God, help people, and build the